Welcome to the Money, Sex, Business and Awakening podcast. I'm Alex Harvey and I'm a money and personal empowerment coach. My podcast is here to support you to create your financial prosperity, do your purpose work in the world and self-actualize. I am here to share with you what I've learned over the past 10 years that I think every woman should know about accessing your deep power through your sexual life force energy and relationship to money because it's truly mind-blowing and only taboo to keep you small. I blend together the latest in neuroscience and practical strategies as well as teachings and principles from ancient traditions such as Tantra, Taoism and alchemy. Thank you so much for joining me and I can't wait to see you in the show. gorgeous and welcome to this next podcast episode where we're going to have a great conversation about why you might experience slash I'm sure you experience that your dreams, your visions sometimes feel like shit. They feel so shit. They make you feel shit. The whole thing just feels absolutely horrible. So if you've ever experienced that and you've and thought maybe there's something wrong with you or there's something wrong with what you're going for and actually you've got it wrong, this episode is for you. And let this warm your heart. I'm not really sure if that's the right thing to say. Let this relieve, relieve, uh, relieve your, your heart and your spirit of feeling like there's something wrong because there's nothing wrong. In fact, it's all going exactly as it should, because this is a part of the creative process. Now, before I get into this episode, I want to share with you again about the retreat that I'm going to be holding in Bali next year in April 2024. I'm so excited. The last retreat I ran was in 2020. We had the best time. Seriously, I was actually afraid that I was going to really hate it. And it has been one of my most favorite things I've ever done. Oh, it was so good. It was so powerful. Everyone had such a powerful experience and transformation being in that container of being immersed together away from their everyday responsibilities, purely able to focus and have that focus build on itself through the time that we had together in a retreat setting. And that's what we're going to get to do again in Bali in April with the Unlock Your Next Level Retreat. So this retreat is going to support you to unlock literally your next level in your life because right now you're creating your life at a certain level and that's a result of your consciousness. That's a result of uh, whatever you know beliefs that you have that are getting that get power and also you know your greatness because the reality is you're already tapped into your greatness you're already living out of your greatness to a degree and what we want to do is to break through your next level of that break through your next level of shedding conditioning shedding beliefs that you're subject to shedding anything that's keeping you small so that you can step further into your potential and on this retreat you're going to have a greater realization of your potential. That's my intention. That's that's what 
the, the alchemical process I'm going to be taking you on is designed to help you to do is have an even greater realization of your true potential and then that being grounded and embodied in your being so that you can hold that and live out of that in your life. My intention with this retreat is actually that you start experiencing shifts on the retreat and not just internal shifts, but actually things even start moving around you in your life while you're on the retreat. And then that just continues after the retreat as you're able to hold this higher level of yourself out in your life to a a degree that perhaps you haven't had access to before because of the things that that have kept you a bit smaller. So that's my intention for the retreat. It's going to be very powerful coming together with a group of women to go through this process together, remove from your everyday life on the beautiful tropical island of Bali. So if you would uh, like more information on that, if that's calling to you in any way, please go and find the link in the episode description here or head over to, no, just find the link in the episode description. I was going to say, find me on Instagram, but you might end up in an Instagram hole as has been happening to me a lot lately where you're like, why did I come back? Why did I come on here? I just was on here for 15 minutes and just disappeared into a vortex. And then now that I'm exiting the app, I'm remembering why the fuck I went onto the app. Oh, I was going to check this thing on my profile, right? I don't know if that happens to you. Uh, it happens to me and it happens to a lot of people I've been speaking to about it recently. Um, so go and click the link in the episode description anyways, and um, you can find out more about the retreat and book if you are you know if you are really interested once you go and see the dates and all that jazz book in a call to have a chat with me about it and we will simply go through where you are right now what what it is you'd love to create in your life what's coming up for you in 2024 and whether the retreat is going to be an amazing next step for you or not there is absolutely no pressure to do anything on the call i'm not a salesperson. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to sell just any Tom, Dick or Harry into this retreat. Like this retreat is very intimate. It has a maximum of 12 people able to come. And I really want to make sure that everyone on this retreat is in the right space to be able to get the most of this retreat and be in this container together because it's the container together as well. That's going to be creating magic for you. So anyways, that's my little spiel about the retreat. And now we're going to get into talking about why your dreams, and when I say dreams, obviously I mean visions, goals, desires, might be starting to make you feel like shit. Now I remember, I remember very clearly a time this happened to me early on in my go for your dreams stage of my life, which has been... I guess about 10 years now. Oh my God, guys. Whoa. Oh my God. I quit. I Well, not handed my resignation, but actually left my engineering job about exactly 10 years ago, 10 years and three, 10 years and two weeks ago. I left my engineering job, oh my God, to go and pursue my passion. Holy shit. Is that right? Yeah. 23. Three? Yeah. Yeah, guys. 10 years ago. 
whew, 10 years ago. And okay, oh my gosh, I hadn't even realized it until we're doing this right now. This is the perfect, my entire arc, my entire arc actually from, from that moment is the perfect illustration of what we're talking about in this episode. Okay. So what happens? We first identify um, something that we would love, you know, it lights up our heart, it excites us, it ignites a fire, it burns in your belly and you're like, yes, that is what I want. That's what I would love. It's my soul calling. I feel it in my heart. It's so true for me on every level of my being. This is my purpose, right? So you have those kinds of things. This also applies to, to visions that aren't necessarily that on that scale, but we, we have this experience. You identify, yeah, this is what I would love. It can even happen, you know, if you want to create a product or a new course or a program and you're like, yes, this would be so cool. Oh my God, I could do this, 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 this. And you're all excited. You're all motivated. The world is your fucking oyster. You feel like power is shooting out of your fingertips and you're like, this is just inevitable. It's going to happen. And of course, and it's meant to, and I don't even need to worry about anything, right? Put your hand up. Have you ever had that kind of experience starting out with a vision? You know, you, you feel very connected, feels amazing. Doesn't feel like anything could go wrong, right? And so then that's what you start applying yourself to. Now this, the, the next bit could happen really early on, or it could happen like really once you start getting into it, it doesn't matter. It's the same thing happening. Okay. So you're in this amazing feeling really connected to this vision, this end result. You, you start doing things towards it. Um, and you might even, depending what the thing is, you might even start having beginner's luck. There's some things that work out really well. You're really motivated. You feel really amazing about it. And then you hit a point where it suddenly feels like it's not, it's not really possible or it's not real or there's something really wrong with it. Like it's, if, if you actually do get that thing, you're going to get hurt. Like there's negative consequences or you're never going to get that thing. It's never going to happen. And it starts feeling really shit right? And it's like, oh my God, I feel, I feel terrible. Um, and at this point, what some people do is go, oh, okay, well, that's not for me then. That's not for me then. I'm not going to do it anymore. I realize that's, you know, that's not really for me. And now I feel better. Now I feel better. Uh, or you start thinking there's something wrong with you. Oh my God, there's something wrong with me. Like either there's something wrong with the vision or there's something wrong with you that now you're feeling like shit. For me, it usually happens, actually, no, I've had both, that, that I'm like, oh, maybe it's not a true vision. It was just my ego. I, I actually don't want that anymore. Like, I'll be happy just with a log cabin <laughs> and, uh, and just getting to see a few clients. And if, and if that's how I could live, like, I'll just be happy with that. I don't, I don't need, you know, the full potential I was seeing for myself. So I just don't need that. Um, and that's because what's happening when you hit this point of where you start to feel shit about it, everything starts to feel shit about it is that your, your ego has come in. So before 
you felt really connected, right? You were connected with what it is that you wanted and wanted to create. And then conditions started occurring either externally or also could could just be thoughts in your mind that go, hang on a sec, I don't think I can have this or this is going to be bad or this is going to go wrong. This is it's going to lead me to somewhere I don't want to be. Um, and then you start feeling really shit about it. So I remember if I take us back to the arc, I thought it was a really great illustration of this was quitting my job. When I quit my job, I don't recall really having fear. I might have, but I don't think so. I, I, I had already started to pursue passions, which were then, um, had connected me with the idea of business, which then connected me, you know, I was going on a, on a spiritual development journey, a personal development journey, like really realizing my false self, my, all my childhood conditioning and how that shaped my personality and, you know, connecting to my real spark and aliveness underneath that. And, you know, and passion and joy, which I didn't have much of in my life before that. I was extremely depressed, like I had very bad depression from about the age of 13. And I, I felt, I really felt like I, if I just follow my heart, everything's going to come together. I don't need to worry about anything. And I felt this connection and truth in my desire to teach and, um, and coach coach, I think was only maybe just starting to come in, but I knew, wow, I love teaching. I love, I love helping people understand things, convey concepts. And, you know, I was really tapped into that and, um, and I went out bright eyed, bushy tail, ready to just fucking slay slay and create my dreams. And then things over time just didn't really go the way that I thought they would. And things, you know, didn't magically fall in, I'm going to say fall in my lap the way they thought they, that a way that I thought they should. Because actually, if you do really create um, in flow with the universe, um, things do come together. Things magically continuously come together. But if you have low key avoidance, no skills in that area, um, and you know, you, you're actually avoiding doing the, um, direct action and just being involved in inessential activity and busy work. Like I was, things are not going to fall in your lap. You know, like you, you actually, there's, there's vital action that you need to take and there's vital action I wasn't taking, but I didn't know. I just didn't know. And I didn't know how to get myself around that. And I had such an intense, um, you know, fear and shame of being visible and putting myself out there and claiming, declaring that I had something that I wanted to offer people. So, you know, it's literally in order for things to magically come together, like a whole lot of people would have had to bash down my door and literally, <laughs> literally ask me with, without having any weight for this thing to hold, to have been set up, ask me to work with them. Um, so that didn't happen as you might imagine. And so I started to freak out. I, 
I and it was around I guess the real um point that it was particularly triggered for me was once I'd spent through all my savings and I was like oh my god I didn't magically just have a successful business fall in my lap and it you know, I had been working on it, but I'd been working in a, in essential activity, activity that was never going to get me clients. was never going to grow a business, but was like comfortable, like place to go and hang out in planning and doing courses. Um, and so I had this moment where then, you know, my vision went from feeling like ecstatic, inevitable, of course, I feel so amazing about it to feeling like shit. Cause I was like, Oh my God, I'm not going to be able to do that. People actually aren't going to want to listen to me. Here's my beliefs telling me that even though like I barely, I just haven't even done what would be necessary to get a business off the ground and have people listen to me or give it long enough for that to happen. But anyways, I digress. Um, and it, you know, it started to feel really terrible. And when I say really terrible, I mean, fucking awful awful. The, the sense of unworthiness, of powerlessness, of I'm never going to be able to create what I want in my life. And I'm, I'm going to have to be, you know, trapped doing what I don't want to do. This has all just been a pipe dream and an illusion. This is possible for some people, but it's not possible for me. Crashing down moment. Oh my gosh. It was crashing down. It was, it was intense. It was intense. And, you know, if I wanted that to be my last experience of that ever, then I would have needed to go back to a job where my ego would would never be truly challenged by my dreams and my visions. Because this is what will happen once your ego gets involved in the creative process and your ego is always going to come and get involved at some point. There's always going to be that moment. So me in this example, the moment was my ego, I, I looked at the conditions around me, the amount of money in my bank account, the amount of people I'd worked with so far, whatever else indicators of success I was looking at. And so then your ego wants to make sense of what's going on. It doesn't like uncertainty and it doesn't like not knowing how things are going to come together. And so my ego came along and it went, hang on, I've spent all my savings. This is my experience so far having people uh, working with people and how many people I've worked with. These are all, these are all these other things. This has been my past experience of life. It goes back to my conditioning and goes, why do you think anything different is going to happen? It's not going to be any different. This is actually not going to work out. Things don't work out for you. You're not magnetic. You, no one wants to listen to you. You're insignificant, right? And so then all of that comes up and now, now, you know, you feel, I felt in that moment just about almost the worst you can feel right? Have you ever had a vision, a thing, a goal, a dream, a desire that was a true desire really from your heart and you've started going for it and then you reach a point where you feel just about the worst you could possibly feel about yourself. You're like, oh my God, this is never going to happen. Or, or it might not be, this is never going to happen. It could be, this is, this is so unsafe. Like everything 
I'm going to get so fucked up if this goes through. My life is, or my life will get so fucked up. Everything will fall apart. I'll lose love. I'll lose happiness. I'll lose joy. You know, suddenly what you want seems like a threat um, or that the conditions that, that you're perceiving around you mean that you're never going to happen and it's never going to happen. And it, like, it's not in you. It's not in you to make it happen. So you, you start to feel absolutely terrible, absolutely terrible. And then you question, do I even want this thing? Do I even want this thing? And what a lot of people, I already said this, will do at this point is give up on it because it feels so bad. It just feels so shit. And then you feel so much better when you give up on it because you have, um, you've gotten rid of the thing that was triggering like your deepest, darkest shit, basically, like your deepest, darkest stuff. And, you know, the magic happens when you, when you stay with that and you see through that. The last episode that I just released on the podcast is that your thoughts and feelings aren't real. That, that comes into play right here where you, you feel like shit. It feels so horrible. And that's when you have to recognize this is not real This is not a reflection of my reality. This is my ego trying to make sense of what's going on and then referring to what it believes is incomplete about me, which is referring to the past, referring to the fundamental beliefs you made up through your childhood. That's what's happening, not what's real, right? And so if I take the arc of my example of of my my journey into living my true nature and purpose from leaving my job to, um, yeah, to having that real, like, um, you know, feeling like reality crashing down on me moment that, you know, I, I did, I actually, no, now here, now I think about it. I actually did give up on it for a while. So there was maybe another month or two. And then I decided to quit coaching. I was like, no, I'm, on the edge of something bad, I've, I've, you know, because I, I didn't know how to handle it. I just didn't know how to handle it. And it was really one of the worst feelings I've ever had in my life, how I threw, felt through those couple of months because it just made me feel my deepest sense of unworthiness um, and powerlessness and insignificance because now I also wasn't like, I didn't have this label as an engineer that I could just, you know, have that validation Uh, so, so I did actually quit for a while. I literally did. Um, and, and then it was just one of those things where I just couldn't deny that it was my truth to, to coach, to empower people, to help people see and understand the ways in which they limit themselves and hold themselves back and move through that. And, you know, it was just really obvious and natural how I then, you know, started just, coaching again and having a, having a coaching business grow again. Um, and, and then consistently throughout my business, when I have really gone for things and they haven't looked like they're going to turn out the way I want, that same pain gets triggered. That same pain it's even happened. I mean, it seems ridiculous, but like when I've run masterclasses, which 
<laughs> like it's just for me not a very big deal running a masterclass. Sometimes that same pain gets triggered because my ego's trying to figure things out. How many people signed up? What does this mean about me? What does this mean about the future of my business? Like, you know, whatever. Um, and, you know, and so this is what will consistently come up through the creative process. <clears throat> and if you let yourself kill the tension by abandoning your vision at this point, you're never going to fulfill your potential. You're never going to create what you want in life. You have to be able to be with that, sit through that and see that for what it is. Your ego coming in and trying to assess the situation and assess everything that is incomplete about you and the conditions that mean you can't have what you want based on past experiences, based on your experience in your childhood, that's what it's basing it on. And then you start to feel like total ass, total fucking ass. It all starts to feel wrong. It all, it just starts to feel wrong. That's part of it. That's part of it. You know, when I hear people, sometimes I even have friends say like, oh, you know, I'm going to do this thing. Then it was getting closer and then it's about to happen. But, oh, but then it just didn't feel right. So, you know, I honored my feelings and I canceled it. And I'm like, no, don't, don't do that. No, because that's, that's part of the process. That's part of the process is that it will start feeling wrong or bad or you're not ready or like maybe I don't want to do this and you know suddenly getting in your head and questioning like is this actually heading in the direction I want to and you know and they're like oh no I'm not going to do it. That's your ego coming in to assess the situation and your ego, I'm sorry, but it doesn't want you to have your deepest heart's desires. Your ego wants you to be safe. It wants you to be really fucking safe. It wants you to be safe and safe based off what it figured was safe in your childhood, not even safe based off now, because you might even be able to identify that the safe thing to do or the safer thing to do would be to follow your dreams, which actually in often cases it is, or like fully express yourself. You maybe even know that like things would work out so much better for me if I did do that, but why can't I do that? Because your ego doesn't think it's safe, really doesn't think it's safe. It's like, no way, let's actually not do that, shall we? <laughs> let's just not do that. Let's just, let's just put that aside. Let's just not want it anymore, you know, so the some of the some of the things I the the best creations in my business have felt like fucking ass to create felt and not through the whole process obviously but at times even my retreat in 2020 that was so good it was it was one of my favorite things I've done like really seriously throughout the whole actual retreat and you know being on retreat the delivery in the retreat it was. Oh, I just can't even tell you just how much I loved it. And I was really afraid that I wouldn't and how much I just fucking loved it. And it felt like the best thing ever. But you know what? In the lead up to that retreat, not at the beginning, at the beginning, it was awesome. I was putting on these events. I was having people sign up. I was like, fucking great. Felt just like on the moon. And then there were, you know, and then going further along, say maybe I had a gap in signups and I was like, oh my God, no one else is going to join. What does this mean about me? This is all going to shit. I shouldn't have done this. And, and I felt horrible, 
horrible, like my deep sense of um, insignificance, not being not being seen, not having <laughs> having my value seen or recognized, the shame that I was I was claiming that I had something to offer and putting on this retreat. Oh my god, it was horrible. So horrible. It was so horrible. But that didn't mean that the creation wasn't true. That didn't mean the creation wasn't true. That means my ego came in and it went, hang on a sec. What do we know about you, Alex? What do we know from your childhood experience? What do we know from your fundamental beliefs? What do we know about our past experience? Oh, good things don't happen to you. People, whatever. Um, And then, you know, and then that 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 triggers a reaction. So my uh, my message in this podcast is to know that when that happens, when you start to feel like shit or your vision feels like shit, you're on it. You're in it. You're you are on the right path. This is this is part of the creative process. Step in creative process. Ego comes in, tries to figure out what the fuck is going on, refers to all of its beliefs about itself or about you and, you know, shows you everything that it believes is going to mean you can't have what you want and you're not going to get your end result or this is a threat to your safety and viability and then I feel like total fucking ass. That's a step that you can just write down that step and just know that that step is, is just a step, nothing else. It means nothing about you, your ability to create your own result, your ability to be powerful. It's just a step. Oh, my ego seeking orientation. My thoughts and feelings aren't real and my ego's come in and it's seeking orientation because my ego cannot fucking stand the unknown cannot stand it, hates it, hates it. And so the way that it it orientates itself, the way that it resolves that is by making up shit from the past. So that's 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 in essence what this is about, recognizing that step in the creative process and not getting swept off in believing it and like me quitting your coaching business for maybe a year, quitting your coaching business, um, quitting on your dreams, thinking you don't actually want that thing anymore, deciding to put it on the back shelf for another year, that you don't get diverted in that because you can see, can't you, how you, you'll, you'll never create the things you want or it'll take you fucking like five or ten times the amount of time that it could have and it's going to cause you actually a ton more pain and stress than it needs to if you get invested in that, if you let yourself get tangled in that. You got you to just go, hey, yay, I feel like ass and that means I'm on the right track. My ego's just, my ego's just woken up. Um, but, but that's not real. It's not true. I don't have to, I don't have to question any of that. In fact, if I want to be powerful, I really shouldn't just like see it, let it be there, pour those thoughts and feelings out that are coming up and go, cool. That's not reality. That's just my, my ego's story about what's going on. And actually I've got a vision to create. It's over here and I'm going to, keep going towards that even if I feel like total shit because my feelings are not 
a indicator about the truth of my vision. My feelings are an indicator about what my ego believes about my vision and my current reality and what the fuck this all means, right? But my potential is not in figuring it out. It's not in the known. It's certainly not in projecting the past onto the present. It's in the unknown and it's in being connected to what I love and taking a step towards that, even though I don't know how it's all going to come together or when it's all going to come together. Whew. I'm not sure if I've got a podcast on time and timelines. I don't. I'm going to create one soon because whew, whew, that's, that's definitely something that we should talk about. Timelines, God. Um, and, you know, this is going to like me, if I look, if I just use this example that I've used again, if I didn't quit my coaching business for a year, I mean, sure, it all unfolded perfectly. I learned heaps of things, blah, blah, blah. But if I actually had have had a coach that could have helped me dig through all that shit um, as it was coming up and, and see there's nothing wrong, fuck me. You know, when I look back on that, it's so interesting. So I'm like, there was literally nothing wrong. And I was so fucked up about it. I was so in my head about it. I thought I was completely failing. I thought this was, you know, meant it would never work and I couldn't have it. And I'm like, fuck Alex, you were like six months into that business. What the actual fuck, man? You just needed to keep going. You had had clients. You were working with people. Like all you needed to do was keep doing what you were doing and keep getting support to realize the inessential shit you were doing, which is fine. You know, like you're getting started, you're learning um, and just keep going, just keep doing it, you know? And imagine, imagine if every year I quit my coaching business because all that tension arose I let it paralyze me, you know, I would, I just wouldn't be getting to create on the potential and level of magic that I'm here for and that I want to be here for and, and that's in me and that I have a burning desire to, to share and create an experience in the world. So I'm excited that we chatted about this. This was a really good one. This has come up, um, recently and it actually came up. I've just been on a book writing retreat to start my book and boy, boy, oh boy, boy, oh boy. Did I have experience of this? Maybe not boy, oh boy, five times, but maybe just one boy, oh boy. Did I have an experience of this on my retreat of all my resistance coming up being like, excuse me, um, what the fuck are we doing? And how do you think this is going to work out for you? And like, you can't do this. Um, and it was kind of perfect because I'm writing a book about the creative principles and that is step. I don't have a number, but it's step ego comes in. It's step ego comes in and that is part of the creative process. There's actually nothing wrong when it happens. All right. I'm sending you lots of love, gorgeous. Also reminding you about the retreat. The retreat, if you want to really break through 
what holds you back in your consciousness, the beliefs that you get stuck on and unlock your next level and go through really powerful, intuitive processes that absolutely shift your level of awareness, your thinking, your what ideas, perspectives, opportunities uh, you receive, then absolutely I recommend this retreat. It's going to be incredible, an incredible cauldron of like-minded women powerful women coming together to create magic in their lives and really alchemize onto their next level. Um, And I also have uh, my next Unlocking Gold program. And actually, if you join the retreat, you get complimentary access to the Unlocking Gold program because it is foundational. Like what you learn in that is foundational for what we then do in the retreat. My next Unlocking Gold program is going to be in January. So I'm going to have more information on that coming out soon. I think I said in the last episode, you could get the info already, but I don't think it's quite set up yet. Um, so I will, the link that I'm going to put in the show notes, it'll either be set up already. Um, and you can check it out, sign up for it or book a call to chat with me about it. Otherwise, uh, you can go on the wait list to it and we will let you know when it is ready and open for enrollment. And oh my goodness, I have a Bahasa lesson to start learning Indonesian. Bahasa is, I think Bahasa means language in Indonesian. So it's what people say, learn Bahasa. is like learning the language, learning the Indonesian language. Um, in two minutes, my teacher's probably already here. It's the first lesson, so I better not be late, but I'm really glad that, um, that we've had this conversation. Uh, and if you are interested in taking this stuff further and really, really very clearly seeing the impact of these consciousness shifts in your life, I I very much recommend checking out the retreat and Unlocking Gold. Unlocking Gold, I just think is a foundational program that absolutely like everyone would benefit from um, in understanding your consciousness, understanding how to use your intuition and receive intuition literally whenever you need it um, and understanding your egoic structure on a much deeper level so that you're more empowered in your everyday life with your choices and being able to see when you're in your ego and when you're in your creative spirit and or soul, higher self um, and, you know, and make the switch. Um, So yeah, it's just a no brainer. Anyways, I'm sending you lots of love. I'm going to go have fun at my first Bahasa lesson, probably feel like total shit because languages, I mean, I'm not, maybe not terrible at languages, but it's not, I say, my natural forte. But anyways, we're going to do this. Sending you lots of love. I'll see you in the next episode.